Good morning and welcome to Mornings with a Stranger, episode 96. I lost track somewhere, so if my numbers sound weird, it's because they've been edited weird. Okay, topic for the day, cha-cha-cha. So I was listening to this story, as so often my brain then starts working. So here's the deal. The story is this. The kid, there's a kid playing, and I don't remember which video game, but an online video game. I'm sure I could go look this up and give you better details, but that's kind of not the point. So this kid's playing this online video game, and people who he's playing with start asking him questions, I guess about his mom, asking for his address, asking for, I don't remember if they asked for pictures, asked for credit card information, Asking the kid to do this, you know, on the sly, not tell anybody, right? So apparently the kid eventually did give some of this information out, like credit card information, because he didn't want to disappoint the gamers. (laughs) When you're a gamer, I I could imagine the pressure as a kid. It's more important to not not disappoint the gamers than it is your parents sometimes. You get immersed, 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 new word, immersed in your game and your gaming community and maybe depending on what kind of game you're doing what you've created and you don't want to lose that right it's a lot of hard work a lot of time spent maybe a lot of fun and these are your friends right (laughs) these are your friends and your partners so you don't want to disappoint them so anyway i can understand this kid and i sorry i don't remember how old the kid was the kid was pretty young but i guess that doesn't really help any does it so the kid does this eventually tells his mom and his mom gets a hold of the authorities. And so the authorities know, and the, <laughs> the kid's not going to be playing this game for a while anymore. So basically what the authorities said is it's not illegal to have somebody else's information until the people who have taken the information do something illegal with it, like use the credit card, use it badly, hopefully not to like blow up their house. There's nothing they can do. And I, I get that in the aspect of they have information. Yes, it was go- gotten by a bit of coercion. Interesting that I don't know how to law or police that because I don't, uh, laws can get messy when they get too tight and then it starts to cause problems when legit things happen. So I don't really love that idea. But basically this boils down to we need a whole set of, of rules or standards or something to manage this sort of this online, this information exchange world. I I guess what bugs me or one of the things that strikes me is, okay, so I used to do some work in fraud and this was years ago when I, back in like the early 2000s after 9-11, a while after 9-11. And so there was a lot more checking up on people. And I talked to many, many people who had their identity stolen Some people would have, and I don't know how this is now, and I don't know if this depends on the area or the laws in the state or the city or the attitude of the cops, but I talked to people who had the address of the person who stole their identity and who was using it. They were doing illegal activity, and the police just said, well, it's really, we don't have time for that, basically. And so I just thought that was interesting. Like, you've got somebody who's clearly doing some nefarious stuff and... It's clearly harmful to this person. It's hurting her life. It's hurting her credit scores. It's causing her to have to spend hours and hours on the phone to try to straighten things out. Again, not so much a crime, I guess. But again, if we're going to have all this information out there and we're going to make it okay 
to be so exchangeable, then you, in my mind, then there is something, it's not something she could control. It wasn't a situation that she was careless with her card. It was a situation where information had been gotten nefariously. So I guess these cops would probably say, well, that person's using it in a bad way. So therefore they would maybe help her. But if we're going to let this information out into the world and we're going to make it even though it's either easily hackable or we're going to let it fly because, well, it's not illegal to get information, then we need to start protecting people and put it on somebody's onus. And I don't know whose that is, but somebody's onus. I mean, this has real damage to people. And I know, God, the amount of times people say, what can somebody really do with your social security card, your name, your address? People's lives have been absolutely destroyed. Uh, Some physically harmed which again, is a whole nother level of the cops, but when weird things are happening from overseas, I read some stuff about hacking. People were doing stuff from overseas, which were causing the people in the neighborhood to do very uncool things to this particular home house people because they thought those people were whose identities had been stolen were doing this stuff to them, doing nefarious things to them. I wish I could remember which book it was. If it was about it was if it was a gaming book I was reading, it was it was written by a computer hacker. But anyway, it's you know, and they're like we're screwed, we're we're stuck. So we need to think about some of that stuff differently, and we need to think about what does information mean. Information. We have a lot of stuff that's not a piece of furniture. It's not. It you know. I realize we don't even know how to control weapons. We don't know how to best do that. And we want to live in a free country and we want to have our freedoms. And I I like agree with all of those things. I want that too. But I also don't, when you're the one whose life is destroyed, you know, you have to quit your job because you have to deal with credit bureaus and because you now can no longer get a job, get a house, whatever. I'm sorry, that's really, really tangible just because information is flying and we don't know how to one person to another, then we got to figure this out. So um, anyway, I I found that interesting and sorry to go on that rant, but it, it just, it makes me crazy. I don't have a solution for it. And, but it's, again, if it doesn't bother you, it's not a problem. But if it has, Um, Anybody who's listening to this who's had their life really sometimes minorly, sometimes majorly affected. The other thing that strikes me fascinating is when they said, well, the person, it's, you know, it's not illegal to have the credit card information that they have gotten sort of by pushing this little kid around, that it's not illegal until they do something illegal. And I'm thinking how many people get pulled over shot, killed, whatever, because they didn't do anything illegal. I How many people get pulled over because they are a black person in a car? Something perfectly legal to be doing in these states. I'm sure it doesn't feel like it for many people who are not white. Malcolm Gladwell, who is white, uh, he's the author of, oh, I can't think of the name of his book right now. But if you look at his pictures, he is, he's got, basically he's got an afro, right? I mean, he's, he's white, but that's sort of how his hair is. It's very curly. It's dark. He gets pulled over all the time because of his hair. (laughs) So it's illegal to have his hair? I don't know. But the point that I'm making is if you can't do anything with these people who have this, this credit card number, I don't know. Can you go talk to them? Can you check it out? Can you have a conversation? Can you freak them out a little by saying, what's up? What's your intent? I don't know. 
what is your intent by driving a car within the speed limit, but we're going to pull you over. So if we can do that, and again, we're talking tangible things versus information, but we're not treating them equally. Does anybody notice this is a problem? (laughs) Again, you know, don't know how to police everything, but we don't know how to police people who are, have curly black hair. We call that okay. So I'm just saying things don't make sense. And it would be really nice if we would work towards making some sense instead of just going, well, that's the way it is or whatever. I, and again, sorry that I don't know how to solve all these problems I keep coming up with, but I, you know, I'm happy to sit around a think tank and figure some of this stuff out. But then of course we have to do something about it and we all have to act in accordance with that and be decent human beings. If we could all just be decent human beings, that would be helpful too, but it doesn't work out that way. So what are the people then who are pulling people over who are white and have afros or who are, sorry, I suppose it's inappropriate to call a white person with curly black hair having an afro, but please understand my point. Or a black person (laughs) who has curly black hair. How do we deal with that? And what's the point of doing that? Why is that okay? If you've got no other other reason. So how about we, if we're going to police information that way, let's start policing our streets that way. If you don't have a good reason to pull them over, you don't get to pull them over. Bim, done. All right, problem solved. See, there we go. I have solved the problem. I've done it. No problem. Just be decent human beings. Don't be an asshole cop. Don't be an asshole other person who who does something and treats somebody poorly because of the color of their skin, because of their disability, because of their curly black hair or whatever. So how about that? All right, done deal. Solve problem for the day. Yay. Uh, Anyway, you get my point, hopefully. Um, The other thing that I I just can't help but mention, because this has got me thinking about around the discussion of the kid telling his parent and some things they were talking about when they were talking about this story was the whole, you know, reminding kids, hey, if somebody is asking you about information online that is none of their business and they're kind of like goading you to do it, you know, or bullying you to do it or whatever, and it probably doesn't feel like it, or maybe it does in the moment, to tell a parent, ask a parent, and I know the people who are talking about the story were saying they talk to their kids about that, and you know, hey, if somebody starts, if things get weird, talk to us. And I would encourage parents, and again, I know I don't have children, but I was a kid for a really long time and have spent a lot of time processing being a kid, to be able to tell the kid, and I know some parents do this, but it's a good reminder for those who might not, to tell the kid, if you don't feel comfortable telling me, tell some other trusted adult. Like sometimes it's scary to tell the parent or you finally realize you're in too deep and then you keep going because you don't know what to do. Open the door to your kid to say, hey, tell another parent or tell another adult or tell a teacher or tell just somebody who you can sort of break the news to maybe or that you're uncomfortable with and you're uncomfortable talking to us about. And yes, we we totally want the door open for you to talk to us. We want you to feel good and safe about that. But if you don't, for whatever reason, because you're feeling embarrassed or you're afraid we're going to yell at you, we'd rather you be safe and talk to somebody else than not tell anybody. So just a little parenting advice (laughs) to throw out there. Okay, I'm going to end it there. And thank you so much. Check out the rest of the podcasts at morningswithastranger.com. Don't forget to check out 
maybe we'll post a couple Malcolm Gladwell books just for fun on the Amazon links page. And certainly you can, if you are an Amazon shopper, go ahead, check out our page, take those extra clicks if you would to support the podcast. I don't have to buy whatever you click on, but whatever you buy in that shopping trip, a little portion goes to supporting the podcast. Thank you very much. Check us out on Facebook at Mornings with a Stranger, the at sign Mornings with a Stranger. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.